You know what I really hate? I hate podcasts which have warnings which don't explain anything about what's in the podcast. So let's remedy that. Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a gun-wielding, carrot-eating, nameless British nanny, hard heavy metal, spelt-out obscenities, a lactating hooker with a heart of gold, Paul Giamatti as an insane villain, a baby who wears a newspaper diaper, and lots and lots of firearms. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 48. Tit for tat, Mr. Hero. Tit for tat. Do you know what I really hate? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Movie Review. This is your host, Zan, saying aloha, konnichiwa, hola, buongiorno, ni hao, and... Hello. Nochne. Don't judge me for knowing that language. Don't judge me. Anyway, and we're back for another fun-filled episode of the Spark and Movie Review. Yes, the podcast where we talk about things like... Is that a joint? <laughs> Dude! Is that... That's a hell of a wick. No. Well, anyway, since Zon was interrupted, we talk about anything, everything about movie reviews, such as boobs and... Uh, more boobs and 
I did mention the boobs, right? Boobs, 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 guns. Breastuses, coconuts, melons. And other things like that, yes. And you can find us at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us, spyrokin at gmail.com, zan at spyrokin.com. That's uh, spyrokinmarker.com. And Rufus at spyrokin.com. All the things that we don't make any sense with will be on the show notes, just to let you know. And before I forget, we are completely fucking shit-faced. And we are not... You guys are. I gotta drive today. And we are not going to edit this episode, really. So, there'll be a lot of raw stuff and whatever. I love the captain. The captain, yes. And we're making the pose. But, that is neither here nor there. We should be getting on with what we're supposed to be doing today, and what we're doing, we're going to be speaking about a movie, yes. Really? A movie and a movie review? What's next? Hey, next time in a movie like Logjammers, when they, the guy comes to fix the cable for the two girls, he's going to actually fix the cable. <laughs> That's must what's going to happen. Not to offend any blondes out there, I'm talking about the artificial blondes. <laughs> right, Rufus? Some of us are blonde by choice and not by birth. Some of us are blonde because of horrible accidents involving bleach, but that's, again, another story for another time. And a great Clorox commercial. Oh, Clorox. How will kiss. Yeah, you heard about that new slogan, right? Clorox. Life's a bleach. Ha ha ha, yes. And so, oh, I forgot you can also call us to I can't get around to plug that. So, we're going to be reviewing a movie which actually came out very recently. So, because of our statute of limitations rules, we're not going to spoil the whole movie like we usually do. We're going to give you the basic premise, some interesting stuff about it, what we liked, what we didn't like, and, well, who is the MVP of the movie and our best lines, and, you know, just typical stuff like that. So, let's get on with it. Now, this movie came out a couple years ago, 2007, and it's a action-comedy mayhem movie, meaning that all logic is out the window. This stuff will never happen in real life, I don't think. Does it? Well, maybe with the sex scene. I can see the sex scene happening somewhere like Manhattan or Brooklyn. I think it'd be like more like Harlem that happened where you got the... No, the, the, because most of the guys who get shot in Harlem really don't decide to stop fucking reload. shoot back. <laughs> good point. Good, good, good point. You actually have a very good point. So, it's... Directed by Michael Davis, who did 100 Girls, which is a pretty interesting movie. 100 Women, which is a shitty movie, and he did this. Effectively, he did a whole bunch of shitty movies, and then one really good one. Well, that's up to debate. I'm just surprised that everybody would think it was a movie as opposed to what he actually did in real life. Because if I did 100 Girls, I wouldn't be walking. I'd be in a wheelchair. And 100 Women? Forget it. (laughs) Well, if he did 100 Girls at his age, he'd be in jail right now. That's not right. He's got a point. Well, dude, if they were willing, able to, hey, there's no such thing as a limited number to sex. And who who paid for this movie? Susan Muthford. She was the one who produced National Born Killers and Transformers. Great. Psycho Serial Killers and Hasbro. What the hell do you need? And this actually fits with the movie because this movie has guns and... Titties. Babies. And titties. It has the two things you need for a movie. Sex and violence. That's so it. Get, so let me get this straight. The person that funded the movie also did a toy movie. Yes. How the hell do you go into these mixtures of cultures beyond me? Have you ever seen any of Robin Williams' stand-up? Yes, in fact, I have. <laughs> there you go. No <laughs> point. And so, movie's also starring a couple people. Greg Brick. He's Ensign in Red number three. Ah. Uh, yeah, he's the one that died. Ah. <laughs> uh, also, Stephen McCaddy, who looks very, well... Shabby. Yeah, he looks shabby. He fits his role. Yep, Monica Bellucci, who 
Unfortunately, we got. I gotta say this now. She is eye candy in this movie, which is really good. But if you're a girl and you want her as an acting role model, you've got a better chance with a Barbie doll, literally. Yeah. If you want her as an acting role model, get a tit job. I'm sorry. <laughs> even even the certain scenes, the sexual scenes, she was lousy at that. It was like, hey, hey. In her defense, she did porn once before. That acting comes instinctual. But, <laughs> but I'm sorry, she didn't even make instinctual acting look real. It looked fake. Have it you was ever like, seen porn with real acting? Dude, <laughs> the real acting comes from the sex part. She like, even fucked that They up. stopped making real porns with acting stuff Back me like up on that. this, Zod. Back, Back me up on this. <laughs> even the part where she was actually had her mouth full, it didn't even look like it was realistic. The guy, the one, when the hands were slammed by the top of the dumpster, that looked more realistic. The pullout. That was it, though. After that, no. no. He could have looked miserable because he was just doing a bad job at it. Well, he wasn't looking like he was having a great old time. You pay... You get what Why you do you think for? the baby was crying? You get what you pay for. That's all I gotta say. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So this movie's starring two very awesome actors. One who is an underrated actor, unfortunately, even though he's a brilliant actor. And we're talking yes. about the one, the only... Clive Owen? He said it first. Sorry. Yeah, Clive Owen and the more popular and just as interesting and most of his movies are always awesome, Paul Giamatti. Ah, now you said it, and he was going to say it. The poor guy got left out. Is anybody you can give him with a, with a popular name? I like Tatas. You get to say a title. Okay. So what's the movie that we're going to be reviewing? Shoot him up! Yes, shoot him up. Which is literally, that's what the movie is. Played. It's like the video game Black. Or worse. W- worse. <laughs> it's just shooting. More shooting. Some shooting along with the more shooting that you had shot in the original shooting. So the movie is essentially just a lot of, it's just essentially gun porn. It's just a lot of fighting, a lot of shooting, but here are three good things about it. One, unlike a lot of other Mayhem movies, he actually has to reload. Yes, they, they do keep the movies somewhat realistic in that aspect. It's not, good guy has infinite ammo, what, what? insert God mode cheat. No, it's not and, Contra, people. And also, they don't follow typical main protagonist is indestructible. I he, hate that ruling. That ruling was thrown out with Last Action Hero... Superheroes are not indestructible. They replace the rule. If you look in the movies from 1999 and on, the new ruling is not that the superhero is indestructible, but he is never left unarmed. Look at every superhero. But he's. But the thing is, one rule is still intact, and that is the first wound he will receive is always the non-injury shoulder wound. Always. Otherwise known as the non-lethal wound. Except for that one guy that got shot. He wasn't a hero. True. He wasn't a protagonist. True. But there were some very innovative deaths in this movie, and it's a lot of oh. death by carrots. <laughs> death by carrots is it exactly? And a whole Bugs Bunny would get off on this movie. Yes, he would. And a shitload of bad cliche Schwarzenegger type of one-liners. Hey, fuck you! He made the one-liners work. Well, here's the thing: you can do stupid one-liners as long as you know how to execute them perfectly. And Paul Giamatti found a way. He, he didn't even try to find a way; he just did it. This is Paul Giamatti. If you go back to like. Howard Stern private parts, that kind of attitude when he was pig fucker, yes, or pig vomit. I'm sorry, that he just carried it over to shoot him up. No, and that he, was what made it. Paul Giamatti is a great actor. He I mean, is. This movie's like Cold Souls, which is a terrible movie. He's the best part of it. He's the main character, but it's he played himself. Dude, to have respect for him. Giamatti was in Sin City. Yes, he was. Well, I forgot what movie he was in. But... Anyway, guys, so let's talk. 
To sum up the plot, the world's most angry man stumbles upon a pregnant woman who's being assaulted by a bunch of guys. He goes to save her. He ends up delivering the baby using a gun to shoot her and Bill cord in a very tripped out scene. And then these guys are coming after him to get the baby and he defends the baby while mayhem ensues. Dude, that's all it is. Shooting people up. No, no, no. It does teach kids to eat their vegetables because I've never seen a motherfucker shoot more people accurately while eating carrots at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> he emphasized the point that your vegetables will he help. He said, eat your vegetables at before you shoved it down a guy's throat. But Killing we him. have a person that cares to teach a young baby how to properly execute and use a gun. Making it responsible, not irresponsible, Though for I children do, to use firearms. In because this world they today. did not have this disclaimer in the movie, I would like to put it out there: Do not stick your hand inside of a smoke pit, bonfire, or any other flammable substance to shoot bullets from your fingers. You do not try that at home. It is a bad idea. Another bad idea from the Spark in movie review. So what else have we talked about? We talked about. We've talked about. We've talked about. Exactly. <laughs> that is a good idea. That's a good idea for many people. That's for later on. So, pretty much, let's break it down to one sentence, is that world's angriest British nanny saves the day. Again. Again. That's it. He just got issues. The guy, a bum, who literally was on the street corner, he sees a girl getting accosted. No, no, he wasn't a bum. They told you what he was before... But the thing is, he never confirmed it, so we don't know if that was the case. He's just a drifter. Dude, how many homeless people do you know shoot a gun like that? How many homeless people do you know use a carrot like that? How many homeless people do you know take care of a baby like that? Remember, first thing, you have to give... No, some of the shit he did, don't give me the Harlem excuse, because they ain't no fucking way. I never grew up in Harlem. Dude, how many people do you know fucking take a squash and use it in a fucking bazooka? How many people do you know take a fucking cucumber and use it to fucking load off a goddamn... Did you ever like Afro Samurai? Dude, Who cares an RPG in Dude, we're talking real it life. Happens. We're talking real life, not a cartoon. In real life, you have to put down three things. One, the homeless guy attributes a statue get increased. One, he has homeless guy stealth. He has homeless guy. He was sitting on a bench and waiting for a bus. And no How one noticed him. The one, that one guy did. Yeah, the one. He has homeless guy. The pregnant blonde tripped, fall in front, and didn't realize there's a guy sitting there eating a carrot. Because he freaking. has homeless guy stealth. When you walk through the subway, do you pay attention to every homeless person? Dude, if there? you're getting jumped or mugged and all that stuff, and you had no choice but to, to rely on the homeless guy sitting there waiting for a fucking bus for help. <laughs> scream for the guy in the building across the street. So you get up and one way, and then in the long run, guess who saves your ass? The homeless guy. The homeless guy who's dipping his carrot in his coffee. For reference, June, if you happen to be listening to this at the Queen's Library, I'm giving love to you. You're the only homeless guy I know who actually has homeless stuff anymore. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. And that's pretty fucking amazing that homeless people can get into the library and use the internet. I wouldn't be surprised if they got Facebook pages like on I there. Like I say, he's the only person I know who has homeless stuff because he does have a Facebook page. That's why I think he's at the library. Hey, you're allowed to use Facebook in the library. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you keep it to a minimum of four hours and let five children, okay? Yep. Yep. So, he sits there. Okay, Dude, it's a gun. Bullets. It's a guns movie. He, I'm sorry, we need Arnold Schwarzenegger in this room to start reviewing. No, no. Where's I think Arnold? this puts many of Arnold's gun movies to shame. Does not put Commander to shame because no, it does not I have many, not all of them, because they follow three important rules in my book for a gun movie: accuracy, actual knowledge of the weapon, okay, and the technicality to the shooting. He doesn't just point in your general direction and mysteriously the bad guy falls over. This guy was taking shots that, if you actually pay attention to the movie, he's angling his shots. Like when he saw the guy's foot sticking out, did he shoot him in the foot to make him jump out? No. 
He shot an oil pan so that he can get behind the guy. Like, they paid attention to the details that you would have if you were really in a shootout. Your first thought would be shoot the guy in the foot. Your first thought would be put a bullet in his head, but you would look for a way to get to his head. Mm -hmm. And then you add in when the gun fell in the toilet. He took the gun apart and it showed you him cleaning it and fixing it and everything else. And even then, when he pulled the trigger, what happened? It didn't work. They followed the accuracy of the actual gun mechanics. I got a bitch Roman on that one. Why the fuck would you take the time to take a gun, put it on a fucking little rest for cleaning a baby poop and babies, yet leave the fucking baby next to the goddamn toilet in the fucking middle of a men's room because where the floors where I haven't even mopped no yet? decent man will ever go near a toilet with a floater in it so the baby was safe. <laughs> Damn, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the first person to say, fuck the kid, let him stay there. <laughs> Damn. It's like, okay, he won't harm the baby by the poopy. There you go. You stay there. Don't worry about <laughs> Would it. Would you walk home. over to kill a kid with a floater in the toilet next to his head? Depends on the floor. You think that he's going to die anyway from the bacteria? <laughs> Damn. It's like, let's see. I am killing people, shooting the shit out of them that makes blood and sperm come out, but yet I won't go near a fucking toilet with piss and poop in it. Like I said... Because it's the unsanitary. So unrealistic. And every guy out there who wants to claim that, oh, it's a pussy move, I guarantee if I left a fucking floater in the toilet, you wouldn't come kill my ass in the bathroom. Shit. <laughs> if I walked out of the bathroom and I didn't even leave anything, you guys would be scared to shit of me. You don't believe me? Ask the people I work with. I'll attest to this. <laughs> trying to figure out what... They're trying to kill the kid. He's got to protect the kid while Paul Giamatti and his minions. And speaking of which, we're going to take a moment to talk about minions. Random, I know, but we start. We started this off in the Die Hard podcast, and we're going to keep going with this. Where the fuck does he get the minions from? There's a union. We talked about the, the union, union last established time. Established this, but I think the union actually has different categories now. Because if you notice, the different minions have different styles of clothing, different ways of talking, and different you ways had of dying. The military minions. Then you had the henchmen. Then you have the goons. It, but typically it goes like this. You have the bully, who's the cheap little kid, the, the one you see in kids' movies. That type of goon that you... In the union, he's well, a guy he, that's... he's a part-timer. He's not officially part of the I thought union. I thought he would be an intern. Would be Well, it's not really an internship, because child labor laws. But then you have the, the drone. The typical, this is the guy we're going to send in the cannon fighters that are going in, and he's going to be the first one to fucking die. Ensign number three who wears the red shirt. <laughs> no, that would be the henchman, I think. The one who actually has it, who you know no, their name. No, because they're guaranteed to die. You never know the ensign's name, you just know he's an ensign. That's the drone. But what about the henchman, though? The henchman, henchman would be... Okay. Hmm. Henchman would be, for the sake of argument, in a cartel, he'd be Frankie the Finger. You know he's going to die in a movie, because that's but his, you know his name. Movie, but, but you, you know, know his name. Yeah, they took the time to actually give the guy credit in the credits. Yeah. He'd be Frankie the Finger. But he's the one who's going to betray Whereas the boss. the drone would be the guy below Frankie going, Well, what you want me to do, boss? Because so, he's not getting paid as much as the henchman. That's why the henchman is the better job than the drone. Because at least the no. henchman has the brains to say, Look, man, that motherfucker's getting killed Because the henchman me, has to go to friend. his boss and go, So how many bullets am I taking in the back again? Okay. <laughs> okay, and then, and then what about the next one? The muscle? The muscle is usually the bodyguard who's below the specialist. He's not a bodyguard, he's literally a bullet shield. He's fat enough to fucking exactly. deflect like the bullets. He's below the specialist. Usually in the ranks you would have the specialist. The the one bodyguard who's great with you know close range weapons, the knives and no, I, you know the tompas, the kung fu experts. But wouldn't he be, like but that. wouldn't that be also under a thug though? Because he'd be a thug no, also. Because a thug would no. be... It'd be, the, it'd be lateral with a muscle, though, because they're the guys who no, you no, say, no, no, you no, think you... mall cop. That's the thug. He's your street 
muscle. He's the you know, He's the guy who's on the street who hits the closest guy he can with the brass knuckles to make himself look bigger so everybody else is afraid. Where the fuck is the Kenny Rogers lookalike thug guy that shoots people in the beginning? He's the, the same thing with Al Merc. Because if you ever pay attention, there's one in every movie. There's not one in every movie. But why do they it's just the same Kenny guy Rogers? with the same role over and over again. Al, Al Long is the perfect example. He's, yeah. Every movie you see me, he's the Chinese guy, the Asian guy, the Viet Cong guy. But he looks like Kenny Rogers. I'm waiting for him to sing fucking The Gambler. That'd be a great movie. We should talk to him about doing that. He already did that. We should. We should. We should. Above that, we have the assassins, but the assassins are useless. Assassins. No. The assassins are the people that you keep for the special jobs. Okay. Scarface... Versus... Assassins. No, I'm no, trying to think of another big cartel. Godfather. Oh, thank you. The, the Corleones versus the... You Ma- would send the assassin to take them out. I you would hire you. the Boondock Saints to take out Scarface. So you'd say it'd they be They would like... be the assassins. Their job is to take out the head of the other cartel. They're I not should. meant for frontline fighters. You deserve a smack in the back of the head for that. How the hell could you not compare Scarface to Godfather? It's got the same fucking actor. Yes, but it's two different styles of movie. Yeah, it's Puerto Rico. It's like Colombian versus, oh no, Cuban versus Italian. Italian. It's two different. Played styles. by one guy. All right. Well, what about the you got the family member and you know it's like little Tony or it's like little Jimmy or like in uh, Reservoir the, Dogs. They're technically not part of the hired hand. Their family you just give a job. To. But it's they're like, a minion though. Yeah, but it's like working at McDonald's. You're a manager. You hook your brother up with a job. You know, working the grill for a few hours. You don't really expect him to know his fucking job. He's That's just true. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he, but he, in, in Reservoir Dogs, he knew his job. Just because one person knew his job, you can't generalize it. Are we still under There's assassins? Been many a movie where yeah. the family member has gotten a job. Plus, the assassins last a little bit longer than anybody else because they're the ones that got it, like. Sneak around and say, "Okay, yeah. this is how I'm going to kill you." Assassin's usually the last guy dead. He's usually ensign in blue number three. All right. Well, what would that be? Please continue. <laughs> I think I've I had enough. Wait, wait, wait. It, how? All right. That that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Okay. Okay. Am I reading this? Correctly? What is now? This thing. All movies have to have a a lackey. This movie didn't have a lackey. I just realized. No, it did. No, no, a lackey meaning someone who's like the kiss ass, who's the yes boss, yes, whatever you say. It did. Yes, it did. Who knew was the guy's name? Who? Oh. That's the only thing. They didn't mention his name. It, it was the guy that kind of looked like uh, the, the, Professor Snake. Oh, he was the a, one who had the shit stuffed in his face. Yeah, was the lackey. that was the lackey. Because every he lackey was the has the only something. one who had lines. Lackeys are the only ones who fall into the henchman category, but actually talk in the movie. And they're usually weaselly and seedy, and they're useless. And, and if the he looked any more than like a fucking weasel, I'd swear he was aware. <laughs> Dude, the only lackey I give respect for, but this is for another movie, was the lackey in T3. Not Terminator, by the way. The latest robotic installment of uh, oh. Hasbro series, yes. where you see the guy who acts like a German, ah, na, 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 and then all of a sudden he just transforms himself into this fucking kick-ass, badass person. No, he, movie he would be a, no, but he would be a servant, though. That's different. Is a lackey, then there's a servant. The servant is like Kiff from freaking Futurama. That's like mm, your guy who, right. who's your bitch. That's what he knows. But, what he's but in the beginning of it, he seems like a bitch, and then all of a sudden he just goes, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah he's a badass. And Lackey, on the other hand, is the one who's like, get shit on. He's Starscream. He's the one who's like, yes. he's your boy, but Perfect. he's the one that is okay. like, he's not even your boy. He's waiting for that opportunity to try and stab you in the back and fuck up at it. But That's he can't because he's is. that fucking stupid to ever realize. Yes. Okay, that clears up. The <laughs> lieutenant is always a big one. Lieutenant is is your command. This one, he didn't have lieutenants because well, everyone died no. in the beginning except That's for his true. lackey. I can't believe that. Just for that, that's that's this true. moment, I'm sorry. Because the federal agent was his lieutenant. Or the would-be federal agent, anyway. It was okay. his lieutenant. Was well, his name Hertz. Yeah, Hertz did not have a very good policy with his goon union. Because no. 
They gave him a discount, obviously. They said, okay, but they gave him, like, Louie from down the street. Louie, we need you to go down to help this guy out. Actually, his union did work out fairly well. Dude, they were handing coupons to the guy. I'd be like, okay, do I get the uh, free uh, well, no, bullet with the because gun? Because he said, even at the end of the movie, and I found this rather ironic that they even gave props to the mini union for this. And for all of you who don't believe in this mini union, you can look it up online. They're part of 445. They're also a subsect of the union I work for. But anyway, the union that he gave props to, because flat out, what did he say? They upped my contract. Did you really think this was the only person I worked for? He so you're saying, that, but that means that G, that that Hertz was a good minion. He wasn't a minion. Well, actually, he was. Actually, he was. He was the president of the minions, which moves you up to a technical rank. Ah, because I didn't it's, know. Like, it's like being the infantry soldier who gets put into that one position, like a starship trooper. You are here until you're dead, or we find someone better. The Grand Marf talking, basically. Yeah. So he was the head Cause I didn't, minion, no, cause so I didn't, he gets a more status than Yes, which completely changes the dynamic, because I thought that he was actually an employer. <laughs> no, he was a minion, he was he was a, a leader of, of the goon union, a member of the goon union, one of the yes. higher ups. He wasn't the president, but he was one of them, and he kept hiring, outsourcing to other people who were incompetent. He kept trying to go, let's let's put up some of these drones up, and the drones were useless. Major like, movie, clue number one, when you think that guy is the head of the whole clique, <laughs> nope, there's somebody above him pulling the real strings. And they just make him look like that he's a fall guy. He's the bad. That's the bottom one. Yeah. But he was good at his job. Very Except good. Except he's not that great of a sharpshooter, but that's a whole different story. How do you miss a baby in a playground by itself with a sniper rifle? It's well, first... Oh, no, you got to give credit to the fact that somebody actually came and was like, Oh, look, somebody left the baby. Bah! And he's like, oops. <laughs> no offense, but... And I don't mean to be racist when I say this. Why do white people do that? Because what? a brother knows not to go for a fucking free Thank day. You. If you, you see that. a baby in the middle of a park with nobody around, and the first thought that comes to your mind is someone abandoned the kid, why the fuck would you stand there? See a brother man and a Latin man. The, the first, first thing, thing you do is do? go to the cop. Hey, no, someone left no, the baby. No, no, over no, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to disagree with you. If a brother man or a Latin man saw a baby in the middle of the park, the first thing that they're not going to do is go to a cop because you don't know what the fuck they got as a warrant for them. So they're gonna get on their little cell phone like, yo, man, some motherfucker left a goddamn baby on the goddamn merry-go-round. I gotta go to fucking KFC later, bitches. And they keep no, maybe they it, keep maybe they keep an eye for two minutes. And for the Latin people, Taco Bell. I'm sorry. No, de- no, de- I would not go to KFC. White Castle. <laughs> Holla, yep, high fives. There we go. White Castle, give it up. <clears throat> I want a credit case. Seven holes ain't enough. Remember that, folks. Exactly. Seven holes ain't enough. Exactly. So what time is it? How long have we been ranting? For 30 minutes we've been ranting about what no, and you guys are completely fucking confused. Well, fuck it. That's it. If this ends up as a fucking stinger, fuck it. Well, it's- no, actually, the whole massive confusion, I'd like to clarify it. Believe it or not, folks, with all the confusion that you might have experienced... That's actually the point of this fucking movie. It is so confusing, but it's the kind of confusing where you can actually pay attention to the confusion and be like, wow, this is actually a good fucking movie. Okay, I don't know what the fuck's going on. That was confusing. I'm going to make it simple for everybody. If you have gotten to this point and have not lost your mind, grab a bottle of rum, slam it, and go back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It will save you some headache. Okay, in basic words, Barack review this episode is like Pulp Fiction. You have to go back three times to understand what the fuck we're talking about, and when you finally do, you'll be like, so that's what they meant. Okay. Oh, you got brain matter all over the back of my fucking car. So, as we said, long story short, gets the baby, watches him, gets Monica Bellucci to help him out because she's a fucking prostitute who's a wet nurse type dealie. Well, actually, no, she's a, sorry. Best role she's ever been in. Yes. Oh. Vigian's wife is pretty good. Yes, but this role, 
suits her. <laughs> and then no! there's a bunch of other crap going on involving, well, you know, some old guy dying or some kind of like that. Long story short, it's just Clive Owen shooting a bunch of people with a high body count in different situations. They tried to remake an 80s Anyone movie. Anyone who can actually get the count and send it in to us, you get a cookie. Yes, you do. And there were five main shootouts. Shootout in the warehouse, the shootout is in the a whorehouse, the shootout, no. No, the whorehouse was a bunch of a no, shootout. No, no, no. It was already dead. Yeah. It was just Paul G. going, Nah! Typical old white guy <laughs> running at you with a knife, gonna kill you, and it takes... Which he found on a wall, so it already tells you that it was meant for decoration. Okay, probably not about, that sharp. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you guys, but for some reason, that one scene kind of reminded me of Holy Grail, where you just see the guy go, ah, And the guy's just standing there like... I was thinking more along the lines of Austin Powers with the uh, steamroller. No more. Five minutes later. <laughs> exactly. That was all. So, well, we said it was warehouse, um, apartment, or hovel, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Brothel? No, no, no. flat with lots of carrots. No, we forgot. We forgot. The park. Was it what? Well, I guess you can consider it a shootout. I think it was more of just a Ben showing of technical skill with a gun, because that's all it really was. Yeah, I mean, the only people that were shooting were uh, Owen and uh, Giamatti. After that, it was yeah, like, it was just a shootout to see who was better. And okay, Owen so all right, one. so it was one, two. The third one was in in Hammerston. The fourth one was in the car, then the, in the air. Yes, which I think they should put in the video game. Sounds badass. Yeah, because this works with you with parachuting in video games. Weren't you satisfied with the one on Wii Resort? No, that sucked. I would love to have a free fall shootout with a full 360 radius of control. At least they took pictures in the game. Oh, well, anyways. Yeah, there's actually, like we said, there's actually a fight sequence where he's fighting in 360 degree range while falling out of an airplane after he jumps off with a bunch of guys. At first, it looks like there's only three guys jump out, and it turns out there's like 15 guys that died. <laughs> like I said, if you get the body count for this movie, props. <laughs> This is the, they're the like I said the goon unit must have been like yeah okay here's here's all all our interns to have fun. Well, He's, no, they gave you a number for the interns in the apartment building. Yeah. Fifty. Fifty interns who were oh, dead. I'm sorry, but th- the shootout was kind of like watching Blues Brothers with the car crashes. You, you just gotta go back and watch. They just, just kept to see piling up. Damage yes. is done. That's <laughs> it. One, two, three, four, one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> yep. Besides the shootouts, movies is really just cookie cutter. Hero who's gonna save the day, lone gunman, and does he get the really girl? Witty puns. Yes, yes, a lot of witty puns. You gotta give it that. It, I'm not a big pun person for movies, but they did a good job with that. It was better than Arnold puns, except except for see you at the party, Victor. And all, and also, what is it? The pun from uh, the, from Pumping Iron. Uh, I love Pumping Iron because it makes me feel like I am coming every time I pump the iron. <laughs> okay, I still can't Arnold. This movie has a lot. Well, there's a lot of double entendres in this movie. Yes, and this movie actually was panned as being. You know, a lot of people didn't like it. it well, I did see some bullshit things like the whole car shooting and all that stuff. And until I, I kind of actually no, you know what? I'll leave it be because after that, I realized, oh shit, that's how he got away with it. So you have to see that part to understand it. If you're a, if you're a woman, you'll be like, I can't believe they would do that. Until you get to the park. No, they're going to quote Giamatti. That's what they're going to do. Yep. (laughs) Like, how could you? Oh, okay. Yeah, if you quote this movie, you're going to probably get broke. You're probably going to get divorced or broken up with or... Like a speed moment. That's the best way I can describe it. Or if you're gay, (laughs) you're no longer going to be taking it. (laughs) It was a speed moment, in my opinion. Yep. Yes. 
So, best scene in the movie, you think? For you guys. Wow. I have to give it to two scenes. Because I forgot about one scene before when we were talking about it. The scene where he's shooting out the sign. Damn you for taking that! (laughs) (laughs) When it spells out, fuck you, I give to you, because you did claim that first. But I forgot about the fact of what the sign spells. Because when he shoots out the sign, it says, fuck you, tool. And then when Giamatti gets pissed at him, he shoots out the yell, so it says, fuck you, too. <laughs> I gotta give credit to that, because I forgot about that little switch-up they did yep. in the movie. Okay. The second scene, mm-hmm. I don't care what any of you say, all of you who did not catch the reference we said before, watch the movie, and when you see the car scene, you're going to know why I thought that was a great scene. <laughs> because though it's not my favorite quote, a very damn good quote is in that particular scene in a movie. You talking about the reaction? <laughs> yes. No, no, that's how you'd be. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's fucking wrong. And the, and the irony just of the situation is like, yes, the guy who's doing X is saying that when he was going to do it. What? what? It's like, dude, this fucked up on so many levels. But God, you're a dumbass for falling for it. <laughs> My favorite scene, and this is totally way off of what it, you guys would probably think, and I say this because I'm a parent, the fucking scene when after he got out of the tank and the mom was spanking her kid, and he's like, you shouldn't do that, you know? How do you like if somebody did that to you, huh? Do you like doing that, huh? And spanking the shit out of the mom in the middle of everybody, and the kid's in the corner laughing his ass. I'm like, yeah, mom, you're a fucking bitch. Fuck you. And then what's the mom saying? That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> That was my all-time favorite scene. Uh, I mean, you got the blasting, you got the sex scenes and all stuff. That one just was, like, beautiful. It's like, here's a guy that that nitpicks at the most wrongest things, yet look at his profession, and the one part was that one part alone. Just the fact that he just Well, they never said what the his profession officially was. And if you look at the mom's reaction, she didn't really look appalled. She kind of looked like she was kind of enjoying it, too. It's like, probably why she wanted him to stop in front of her kid. <laughs> that was mine. I'd have to go with... I mean, there's so many good scenes in it, but I'm going to have to go with the first time he flips out when he's driving the car, and he's like, it's only... You move your one inch, and he just rams the car over, and she's like, you're a very angry man. And he's like, you used to like it when I was like that. This shows how freaking deranged he is. And how kinky she is. <laughs> that church kind of told it. Yes, but you know what? I think all nuns should wear... An outfit like that. More people would come to church. <laughs> Hell, they wouldn't leave. Oh, the guy who with the Will Rogers mustache is named Tony Munch. You mean Kenny Rogers? Yes. And he has done nothing. He was in Vampire 3000 and Cube Zero. Okay. I hated that movie. I hate all the fucking Cube movies except the premise. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. So. We- <laughs> As man who rides shotgun. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> The soundtrack is amazing. It's got a lot. It's just all heavy metal. Yes, and yep. it's good metal too. Yes, yep. all good metal. Not Iron Man metal, by the way, because it's like they use all the ACDC stuff, but is they it? actually got songs that were still good like, and played. It, it, it was a good mix of different songs. Yep. Like it's not just the same one band over and over and over. They had like two songs from one band, two songs from another band, two songs from another band. And it just mixed well. If I were to compare this movie to another one, I would say Mortal Kombat Annihilation. If you didn't like the movie, you're going to like the soundtrack. Yes. Because I sure as hell hated Annihilation, but the soundtrack kicked I liked it because Johnny Cage died. Who didn't like that part? But the rest of the movie sucked put you to sleep. Anyway, that's for another another podcast. So, before I give our rating for those 
I'm going to just say this about this movie. This movie is an adrenaline junkie's wet dream. It's crazy. It's out there. It's If you like Cranked, if you liked Drive Angry, if you liked... What is that other movie? Uh, Not The Expendables. Because no, even this exceeds The Expendables. The Expendables was a little bit on the adrenaline. That was... It was, but you know what no, it was? It was gamer. towards the actors. Yes. Gamer. If you like Gamer, if you like these movies, these new hard R's, you're going to love this movie. This movie is a hard R, and it's... We need more of these type of movies. And there's another pun. Yes, it is. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the hard R's, the last hard R, true hard R movie that I saw. Gamer? Nope. Crank? Not even. Rambo. John Rambo. That Gamer came afterwards. Well, yeah, true. But the John Rambo movie, the last Rambo that Stallone did, the graphics on that alone, that made that the most hard R movie yet. (coughs) Just graphically. That's it. I mean, this was good, but... The graphics were a little cheesy for like the blood spray and stuff like that. But it's supposed to be like that. It's yeah. It was like a manga explosion. It's like no, it was like City with only one hero. Yeah. Yeah, it was overhyped, but yet entertaining. And in color. Yep. yep. So it was just crazy. And There's a scene in this, which is done again in, in Drive Angry. You'll hear about this scene. It's a sex scene involving guns. They do it both movies. You both have seen the scenes in both sides. Which do you think was superior? Shoot him up. Shoot him up. Even with the liquor and the... Drive angry. Respect for the liquors. For the the liquor, cigar, yes. Gotta love that. Because it, if you ever heard the song I'm an Asshole by There's Dennis Leary, Leary you know, it's, it, it fits the persona of the asshole, which is what he plays in the movie. But I personally hate Dead Fish Syndrome as a guy, so I can't understand what a chick would get out of that. The mm. fact that in the other movie, you know, shoot him up. He's actually participating and still kicking ass. That's a, yeah. it. Would be taking it would be like taking a B-rated porn and moving it up to a low-grade A. You know, not quite good enough that you're like, damn, that's a good movie and also a porn, but at least enough that you can give notoriety to it. They it was like they were adding like background sound effects for Drive Angry. At least with the shoot him up one, it looked more interesting. It's like, yeah. damn, even I can get off on this one. Shit. Yeah. Plus, it showed a hell of a lot more ass and tata. Yeah, and it wasn't just I'm wearing the clothes and I sit here like. Well, no, she wore the skirt. No, the other said why he wore the clothes at least. You got to give him that. He yeah. had a good reason for it. And yeah. Plus, what's her face wore the skirt. And his wig looked like it was coming off. It's yeah. just it was it, just. It wasn't a wig. It was a comb over. No, that's his wig. It's a wig. You know it's Actually, a... no. Believe it or not, there was more movement in the, the shoot 'em up than it was in Drive Angry. He moved to different spots as opposed yeah. to the other one where he just sat in one spot, left, right. Well, shoot, take consideration. Left, right, shoot. Bullshit. They had the same position. Both no, of them. That's not. What I was going to say, taking consideration and shoot him up, they were shooting at him. And Drive Angry, only three people had guns in it. So he didn't have to do as much movie because they didn't get as close. No, he just had crazy rednecks with uh, scythes and other shit. And Chuck put... Yeah, that's another movie. thing, too. What's his face with shooting? Like, like, how many guys came out just to shoot, and, uh, shoot him up? And that's like scene about he what? used eight rounds. Right, but how many guys came out? It was like six to eight to ten? Versus yeah. him, three to four, bullshit. Give it to the guy that's got to shoot the more. He had the more of the work. He had to satisfy his woman and kill five, eight people in one shot. They're Talk about blowing your load. That's <laughs> the best catch line in that one, yep. Yep. That doesn't even categorize itself into an Arnold pun. That's just a pun of its own. It's like, beautiful. That fit perfectly. Very true, very true. So, with that in mind, let's get into our reviews. Now, for those you don't know, we have a five-point rating system. Our lowest rating being... Protest outside your local red box, and Norman rep- rents this reprehensible piece of shit. To our highest rating, which is 
Really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this now, your brain will freeze your eyes up and your soul be forfeited to the 10th layer of hell. You'll be forced to be tortured by Paul Giamatti as he babbles at you incessantly. While singing Sailor Moon karaoke. While Jar Jar Binks is rubbing your shoulder singing. <laughs> and, and putting his tongue in your ear. And then our middle of the ground, which I can't remember, which is going to be worth watching in theaters or DVD once. So what do you guys give this in our five-point rating system? I would give it like a, a 4.5. So you give it our four, which is bought from a friend and don't return unless offered carrots. Yes. Only mini carrots. I can't eat the big carrots. Actually, I'm going to go off the scale on the ratings on this one. I'm going to actually say this is the kind of movie where you just happen to be at a friend's house and it's all guys' night, you're drinking your fucking booze, you're playing your cards, and you're like, hey, let's check out a shooting movie. And just chill out, relax. So it's like, watching. okay, wouldn't work. It's not like you don't want to borrow it, you don't want to rent it. You just hope that the guy has it, or even if he doesn't have it, it just happens to be. Hey, look at what I picked up. So like in the middle, it's a middle ground. So it's, yeah, middle ground. So it's, yeah, so like worth watching middle. once. Yeah, yeah. You know, watch. Yeah. You know, well, you could say even more than once. Yes. At movie least where, once. It's a drinking movie. It's a drinking card yes. playing movie where you can, if you have a friend's house, yeah. guys, and you just happen to have yes. the movie. Bam. Yes, girls will not like this. Well, girls might like this movie. I don't know. I don't know. The bottom lesbian friends. <laughs> well, yeah. That could go so horribly wrong. With the lesbians I know, that would go really wrong. All of them I know are butch. Yeah. That's my point. They're like, I don't want to watch a man movie about a man in charge. Don't hurt me. <laughs> no, lately the way they've been doing these movies is like they make it seem like the man's in charge. But you look at the sidelines, like, yeah, the woman's got some control in this shit, too. So give her props. Nah, I just told the chick. It's like a hundred guys that die in a movie, and the one chick with a roll survives to the end. <laughs> it's Friday the Thirteenth! Yay! It's Friday the Thirteenth! Yay! Yep. Which one? All of them. Uh, that's every Friday the Thirteenth, and every uh, Halloween, and no, actually, no, that's not I'm true. I'm sorry. The one movie that the one killer movie where the woman actually died and that was actually happy about it was that one movie with the shark. Yes. Which shark movie? There's like Deep ten. Sea. Yes. You're thinking I the girl's going to survive? You said you couldn't shoot worth a shit. I can't. Then how out of a 50-foot fucking shark you hit me? <laughs> Greatest oh. scene in the movie. Oh, wait, wait. And it ain't my parrot. <laughs> Not the scene that's like, what we're going to do is we're going to get upset. We're going to get... <laughs> no, because I actually liked him as an actor. So it pissed me off that they killed him off a good actor. Actually, that's, a, that's one movie. The second movie, which I got to give to X2, because I thought the girl would actually survive. You're thinking the girl yes. was going to survive? What that, happens? That caught me off guard the first time I watched it. I We're spoiling movies. We're not going to supposed to be spoiling. So. We're not spoiling. Everybody has seen those movies. Because they were shitty it, as hell oops. with famous people in them. Good movie. Okay, We're not going to get... Minus pick. So. So what do you say, Zon? I'm going to... I told you. I, I give it a... Um, I'm giving it a ball from a friend. It's worth watching. It's worth checking out. Just if you, Some people might not like it. You might be offended by it. You might think it's horrible. It's crass. It's rude. It's crude. It's it's you know violent. I really, really hate fucking assholes who get offended by movies but still go to watch them anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so you do what you, you do what you need to do, and that's it. That's all I can really say about that. It's worth watching. Worth checking out. Definitely. So, so now it's time for that part of all we're for. What we talking about? We're talking about that one that only the dodecahedron of movies. And I so now we're gonna roll the dodecahedron of movies. One over Norman Lance, and that's reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Movie Review. So, Rufus, you get to roll. Yay! One. Nice. Tango and Cash. Yes, we're reviewing Tango and Cash, a movie with a big truck. So, next episode we're going to be reviewing Tango and Cash. Kidding, it's so, your podcast. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, with that in mind... Rufus, and uh, 
Let's see, my favorite quote would have to go to Giamatti. Fuck me sideways. Baz and... You know why a gun is better than a wife? And this is your Hosanna Barak and Movie Review. Favorite quote from 2007 Shoot 'em Up is going to be. What in the hell is that? Oh my god, that is twisted. That sick son of a bitch. Oh, that sick son of a bitch suck at us again! Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. And remember, we...
see that? I fucking hate that. What? This guy changing lanes without signalling. I mean, how hard is it to use your signal? So you started shooting at them? No, I don't carry a piece. I went to the woman, she had a gun. They started firing. I shot back. He's done it again. I moved my finger one inch to use my turn signal. Why are these assholes so lazy they can't move their finger one fucking measly inch to drive more safely? You want to know why? Not particularly. Because these rich bastards have to be callous and inconsiderate in the first place to make all that money, so when they get on the road, they can't help themselves. They've got to be callous and inconsiderate drivers too. It's in their nature. Why don't you take the baby to the police? I can't go to the police. Why not? I'm the Unibomber. They caught the Unibomber. That's what they think. Stupid. Right. That's it. You are the angriest man in the world. If I remember right, you used to like it like that. This episode has been brought to you by the letter, letter 7, the number purple, and... Righty tighty lefty Lucy. What? He's had too much to drink too. Dude, I only had one thing, and that was only Arizona. He's had too much to drink too. <laughs> Purple. Yeah. It's not just for Barney anymore. It's not just for boobs anymore. Mm. Boobs. That does. Boobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. TV five. Okay. <laughs> We're done with the singer now. Later, guys. Time to switch. Want to buy bullets with food stamps? It's as good as cash. You're pathetic, Smith. We'll wait for you outside. Look, why don't I sign over this check? I've already got blood back to you and more than cover. Throw on that check you got from the sperm bank and got yourself a deal. I don't get that check till Wednesday. Fuck you, you fucking fuckers. Mm-hmm.